What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Fellas, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Ladies, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, so yeah, I changed my intro because a few of my friends have been my guy friends rather. Um, guy friends, colleagues, associates, or whatever you want to call it, um, have been listening to the podcast and I'm so very grateful. And I want them to share with their guy friends as well, because I believe that this information can go for guys and gals. So, um, I will no longer be saying just sis when I'm on here because, uh, bros may be listening. So, um, hey sisters and brothers in the faith. Um, welcome to the Golly Girl Talk podcast. This is your host, Valora. So glad to have you join with me today. Oh, I like that. I like the way that sounds. Yeah, I like that. Uh-huh. Okay, good. <laughs> Anyways, um, today we will be talking. Well, today we're just wanted to say this. We are still in season one. Um, episode 12 is today. Um, and um, yeah, like we rolling, man. 12 episodes in. I'm excited. Um, I still got the zeal. I'm still like ready to do this every time. Like, hey, 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 hey. You know, when you walk in in what God has truly called you to do, you walking in your purpose, like you fulfilled. You like, let's do this. You know, um, you don't get tired. Um, and if you do, you know, you quickly realize your purpose. You realize like you can't get tired. You got to get your strength. You got to regain your strength in the Lord because people waiting on this information that you got you know your purpose is tied to so many people so yeah anyway today we are talking about covid19 coronavirus uh as uh <laughs> cardi b said um one of my little cousins told me that he she walked up to me and she said i was coughing and she said coronavirus i said no i do not and she was like, you know where that came from? I was like, I do not. I, I just assumed that you was thinking I had coronavirus and you was asking. And she said, no, the way I said it, Cardi B said it like that. I was like, oh, okay. You listen to Cardi B. And she was like, yeah. I was like, mm, okay. Bless it, Jesus. <laughs> but anyways, yes, we are talking about the coronavirus. So I know when y'all hear y'all think, oh, goodness, you know, coronavirus has just been devastating. We're not going to lie and say anything different. It has like really changed everything, right? Um, but we also know that the word of God says trials and tribulations, they come to make us stronger, right? So how can we go grow stronger in Christ through this pandemic? How have you grown? Like really stop for a minute and think, how have I grown closer to God during this pandemic? And I know pretty much everybody I've come in contact with have said, like, look, I've been praying. I've been reading my word more. I've been talking with my family. I've been doing this and that. I started this project. I started that project. So, yeah, I know, you know, you, you know, you've grown closer, grown closer to Christ during this time. So and also there has been many blessings that have come through this pandemic, like, God has been moving in a major way through this pandemic, y'all. And that's really what I want to shed light on today. Um, the verse I want to talk about is one of my favorite verses, like the favorite verse uh, in the Bible for me. Uh, I have a few others, but this is like the like the main one. Romans 8, 28. It says, God works all things together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. God turns everything for good 
when God means everything, he means everything. Like, and what he means by that is like turning a thing for good, turning whatever it is that the enemy meant for bad and turning it for our good. He means that it will make us more like Jesus. He didn't say that, you know, it's going to like give us a billion dollars or, you know, all these material things. He said, when he, when he says it's going to turn it for good, it's going to make us more like Jesus. So how, you know, is God using COVID for good? So think about, you know, everything is shut down now. So more people are spending time. Well, everything was shut down. Things are opening up back up now, but most people are using caution when going out. They're not like flooding out there or whatever. So, um, but when things were shut down, we had a lot more quiet time. Like we were at home more, right? Um, and being alone and quiet with God gives us the opportunity to focus and learn from him and also to develop that close relationship that we've talked about in other episodes, right? Um, you know, Jesus fasted and got time alone with God before he started his ministry, right? Um, and I believe that when we get along with God and we really develop that close relationship and dependency on him and learn about him, I feel like we're going to come out of this pandemic running, like with purpose and a mission. Like Jesus came out of the fast. He knew exactly what God wanted him to do in his ministry. And he everything that he did was intentional, right? Some of us are going to come out of this pandemic a whole lot better. And I know I am. I'm claiming and decreeing and declaring in the name of Jesus. When I say I'm going to come out better, it means I'm going to come out better in Christ. I'm going to come out more Christ-like than I went in, right? So let's talk about some things that have changed in a good way since the pandemic. Church has been made virtual, right? So what's good about virtual church? Well, one, you can be in your PJs and participate in church. Come on now, church. Come on. Let's give a hand clap for that. Who? loves to be comfortable like you know when you you go to church you know even though at my church we can wear our jeans you know shirt you know tennis shoes or whatever it's not uh you know a certain attire or whatever but who wants to just be in your lounge your yoga pants or um you know whatever your gown um sitting there you know getting the word of god right that's so comfortable to me i feel like the mask is off too um and i'm not talking about like makeup because, <laughs> you know, some people say my, you know, makeup is mask or whatever. But no, I'm talking about the mask of righteousness that we try to put on in front of other people. Our masks are off at home. We are comfortable and like we are just there, you know, being open and vulnerable to God. Right. Because we're here in our in our home. We're we're vulnerable. Like we're just like open, transparent. We're not hiding nothing. Right. Um and I feel like that's a perfect way for the word of God to like really deep, get deep down in us and pierce our hearts. That's just me. I feel like the word of God has been more convicting because I'm in a place to receive it versus when I'm at church trying to make it seem like I don't have any issues. Oh, man. And maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. You know, maybe I'm sitting there like the word of God is tearing me up. Right. But I'm sitting there like, mm, that don't apply to me. That don't apply to me, girl. Mm-mm, I love the Lord. Uh-huh. I don't do that. I don't do that. Mm-mm. Whereas at home, I'm like, oh, Jesus, I can't even lie. I know. I know that's me. That's all me. That's all me. And I feel like once we become like open like that, you know, and reveal those things to God, we're able to get that healing that he, he offers to us, right? Um, 
the other thing about virtual church is you have people all over the world watching different church services, right? So I've been watching like Pastor Mike Todd. Of course, I watch my church service and I invite people. That's another thing, um, which I'm going to go back to that. But you can watch many services. I watch like I've been watching Michael Todd. He did a series on um, relationship goals. Um, I watch. Um, I love Dr. Vadi. Uh, Bochum, or I'm not sure if I'm saying his name is Bacham. Bacham is uh, B-O-D-D-I-E B-A-U-C-H-U-M. He is very, very thorough. He preaches the sound doctrine um, straight from the word of God. He is not going to sugarcoat it. Um, I actually just listened to a uh, a YouTube video of his this morning where he was talking about giving people the real word of God, like don't water it down. And also don't be telling people like, because you prayed, you got something and they didn't because some people are praying hard for things, but they, they're, they, they're not going to get it because it's not God's will for them. And it's not because you prayed harder or you had what people praying for you, or you're more righteous that you got it. No, it was just in the will of God for you to get it. That's just that. And I love that he said that because so many people think that because, Oh, somebody else got something that I didn't get. Oh, they must have prayed harder for it, but that's not it. But anyways, I wasn't going to go off into that, y'all. But um, I watch his service. Um, I watch Dr. Tony Evans, of course. Um, I get to watch um, Priscilla Shower, which I love her. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's I get to watch a few services because I'm at home and I'm like, you know, I put YouTube on my TV. Y'all got smart TVs, which I know pretty much everybody do. Um, you can put YouTube on your television and so you can watch, you know, several sermons or whatever. And so I just feel like being at home, virtual church has been better. And then it's also making you know that the church building is not the only time that you should be getting the word of God. Like, and, and a lot of people have been depending on the church. They've been depending on, um, you know, other people's spiritual journey to keep them going you can't do that it's a personal thing and i feel like us being sit down sat down at home by ourselves has taught us that we can't depend on the pastor walk can't depend on the first lady um our church sister um our connect group nobody it's personal you know some people flipped out when the church closed because they was like how am i supposed to read my word how am i supposed to stay in the word of god no, baby. The only reason for the church is for fellowship purposes, to be fellowshipping with other believers. Don't get me wrong. It's important, but you shouldn't just stop with what you're doing because the church closed. Like, so I think it really, you know, made people realize that it's a personal walk and not something that we do together. And it's not just on Sundays, you know, um, and you're the church. You know, and that's another thing, you know, you're the church. So anyways, back to the point was, you know, you get to watch services all over the world, right? Um, and it, it's just, it's just amazing. I love it. Um, another thing is you get to invite people. So like I've invited friends from back home in Alabama, uh, West Virginia, um, where else? I'm trying to think. But yeah, in, in several places, you know, people living in different places, Georgia, um, you know, different places or whatever. And I've been in, able to invite them to my church, which is in Houston, which is something that I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be able to do because they would have to drive here or they would have to be here already, already for them to go to my church. Right. So they've been able to attend my church and, and they really like it. You know, and some of them actually go, um, you know, attend online every week now. So that's a blessing, you know. 
Um, and then also think about those non-believers or those lukewarm, those people who are not really walking the walk for real. But you can invite them to church online. People are more amped to, you know, click on the link and go, to, you know, go to go hear a message online. And I feel like that's evangelism. That's witnessing to them as well because they're getting a word in their spirit and then you just have to pray you planted the seed by inviting them and and them coming to church you know what i'm saying and the word going into you know the word going forth you have to just pray that god gives the increase god will work on that person's heart and then also that that person will be open to god working on their heart whatever that message is about um so yeah it's, you know that's good also atheists those who don't believe in god don't you know don't believe that there is a god you know antichrist basically um have been secretly watching church services and their hearts have been softened towards god and they've been converted a lot of them have been converted to christ that is so major for me like super duper amazing like super duper major for me because like Y'all know atheists be like hard on, you know, science is this evolution thing or whatever. And, but their hearts, and that's just, that's just what the word of God does. The word of God is living. It's sharper than a, a double-edged sword, you know? And so it's, it, it pierces your heart if you would let it. And so these people have just, you know, these atheists, you know, some of these atheists have been like, you know, watching these services and like, you know what? There is something more. There is a God. I feel him. They're, they're opening themselves up to, you know, to who God is. And so that is amazing because you think about one atheist and, you know, they, they're in groups, you know, um, they may say that we are, um, you know, they always say Christians have, uh, what's the thing called for clicks? It's something, um, I can't, cults, cults, that's it. They always say Christians are in cults, but atheists have their own cults too, right? And they have groups and all this kind of stuff. And so, um, one atheist can go, you know, if one atheist gets saved, I guarantee you got five other atheists looking at them like, hmm, you know, how did they get moved by this? And then, you know, you, you draw other people. You know, and so that's just what it's about. And I think that's just so amazing. Um, God is a jealous God, y'all. We know that, right? And he wants us alone with him. So we can really experience the fullness of him. He wants relationship with us. You know, he says to bump all the religious practices like being an usher or a greeter or a youth leader or discipleship, discipleship teacher or whatever it may be that you do in the church, Right. Um, whether you do you over hospitality, you service snacks or whatever, God says, bump that. I want you. I want your heart. I want you really figuring out who I am to you and what it is that I've created you for. That's all God wants. And I believe that's, you know, that's another reason why he allowed the church doors to close. I mean, we could come up with many reasons, but I just believe that's one of the reasons because people think that their actions is them like relationship is there a relationship with God and that's not it like our you know the things that not actions I mean the ministry duties that they do right um you know serving as a greeter or dementia rep you know usher whatever it is at your church um serving as a youth leader that's not your relationship with God that's something that you do out of love and obedience to God because you know God has gifted you in that area but your relationship with God is personal. That's at that's that's in your alone time. That's in you, you know, talking to God, just like you would with any close relationship that you have. 
spending time with him, right? So I feel I feel like he allowed the doors of the church to close for that reason as well, uh, amongst you know amongst others. Um, people are using their platforms to share Christ. So there's been like so many watch parties on social media. I'm not on social media personally, but I've heard people do like, you know, sharing stuff on Twitter and uh, Facebook watch parties and uh, Instagram parties and all kinds of stuff. And like, I've even seen like um, uh, gospel celebrities like Kiera Sheard and um, Tasha Cobbs and um, many others, Maverick City, they've been using their platforms to like do like virtual gospel concerts, and it's been amazing. Um, I think you know, I think that's amazing. Um, and also, one of the big things I wanted to point out was the conferences. So, a lot of conferences that you actually have to pay to attend. Um, because they're not able to have them, you know, in person, they have to switch them to virtual. They've made them free. So one of the conferences that I was able to attend that I probably wouldn't have been able to attend um, had it been like paid and in person was the Desperate for Jesus conference with Priscilla Shire and Crystal Evans Hurst. It was their, um, it was something that their mom did um, before she passed away. Miss Miss Lo- um, Lois Evans, Mrs. Lois Evans. Um, she, you know, that was kind of like her conference or whatever that she did with her girls or whatever. And, but anyways, this conference was amazing, amazing. If you did not watch it, please go back and check it out. Um, I'm actually going to see if I can't drop the link to the YouTube um, uh, video of the conference because it was amazing, y'all. I mean, completely amazing. The title, Desperate for Jesus, is, you know, we're really, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I'm always desperate for more. I'm always hungry for more of Jesus. Um, I think that scripture, Matthew five and six says that blessed are those who are hungry, um, you know, for more of Christ and more of the word, right? Because he will satisfy them, um, more of righteousness. It's like desperate, you know, I need more. I need more. I'm not satisfied with where I am. Like I need more. And I've noticed that in this season too. Like I've been like, God, give me more, give me more, give me more. Um, and I know God probably like, baby, you ain't even ready, you know, but I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to give you some more. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, this conference was so good, y'all. Please, please check it out. It will you will not have dry eyes. I will go ahead and tell you right now. They cut onions up and they real, real loud onions. They make your eyes run like crazy. Nose run. You, you yeah, get you some tissues, baby, because you're gonna be crying. Um, because this conference was good. But I think about it, this conference would have normally cost money, but we were blessed to attend this conference for free. So amazing, Jackie! Uh, amazing, Jackie Hill Perry was on there too. I love her. Um, she has this, you know, she has her, she has her story just like everybody does. She was gay, um, lesbian lifestyle, whatever, and you know, she really came to know Christ and who He was, and you know, the grace that He had for her and the life that He called her to live. And she shares about that story so much, and it's so, oh my God, it's so powerful. Um, but anyway. During this time, next point, next point, <laughs> go check out the Desperate for Jesus conference. I'm going to drop the um, link in the episode description. Um, during this time, people have realized what is important. Y'all, I, I haven't purchased, I don't know about y'all, but I ain't purchased no clothes, no shoes. I haven't got my hair done or my nails done. Um, none of that because it's like, I, I just don't see the value in that stuff anymore. Like I got enough clothes in my closet. And I've, I've been actually giving away a lot of stuff as well because I feel like 
you know, there are people out there that need, you know, and I got enough to give and still have some. And what does God say when he had, when we, when he gives us some more than enough, he expects us to, you know, share with others. Right. And so I've been giving, I just, I just have no need. If I feel like that's not important for me no more, like that's not important. Um, so also another thing we see that the earth is not our home, right? Most people have more people have died in these last five months than any, I mean, any time on the earth that I've heard of. Right. I think we had, we got like, I don't even know anymore. I don't even count, but I think it was like over a hundred thousand deaths already. Um, and that, and that probably could be low because it, I don't follow the news. So I don't know what the actual number is, but like we realized that this earth is not our home. Like, even though people die daily, you know, we just have not been like made aware. Like a lot of people have not been made aware that like, this is not a home. Like they still, you know, buy all this stuff and create all this stuff thinking that this place is their home. Like you can tell with the way people live that they feel like they'll be here forever. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with buying things. There is not, you know, buy a house, build a house, um, get a car, do whatever, but just understand that that stuff will be at some point taken away. So don't put your value there. Don't put your, um, you know, don't put your heart in all of that. Um, love on your people because tomorrow they could be gone. I know so many people who didn't see their loved ones because, you know, didn't see their loved ones before they actually passed away from this earthly realm because they couldn't go to the hospital during this time that person got sick they went to the hospital and all they could you know do is facetime it if you know if they got weak and they were you know getting ready to pass on they couldn't facetime them you know so they never even saw that person again until they you know until they were laying in the casket so love on your people man because tomorrow they could be gone and that's very true like even besides covid so many people leave their home in the morning and think they're coming back to their earthly home and they're they're gone when they you know at the end of the day they gone they gone to you know they go, hopefully they're gone with Jesus hopefully you know they were saved um and God was the Lord of their life and they went you know went with Jesus but like they didn't come home they thought they was coming home car accident heart attack stroke you know people just falling dead for no reason I know y'all hear about it um fires, things like that. You know, they happen every day. Another thing I wanted to point out um, is that people have been really creative with celebrations. Like, literally, I just had my cousin a Zoom baby shower. It was so amazing. It wasn't, you know, like a full, you know, like a baby shower, like with a lot of people or whatever. Like, it, you know, like a, I guess in-person baby shower would have been. But the people that needed to be there were there. Um, and she got some nice gifts and we played some fun games. We laughed so hard. Um, and it was just beautiful, you know, so we've been doing baby showers, uh, graduations. People have been doing drive-by graduations, drive-by birthday parties. Um, it's just been amazing. Um, people have been doing like video clips, you know, wishing people happy birthday and, you know, giving these, um, encouraging messages to them. So it's just, I, I just love it. Um, outreach has still been going forth. Um, so for our church, with our outreach opportunity, we do it every first Saturday. And um, we have the the citizens, you know, drive up through our parking lot. We have like a little um, 
a drive up, I guess, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's like a drive up thing where we put the food in their, um, the food box in their trunks of their car. So they will already have their trunks popped open and we would just drop the food in. God bless you. Have a great day. And they pull off, you know, so they don't have to get out. We don't have contact with them. Um, and so we're still being able to be God's hands and feet during, you know, during this time, um, especially, uh, you know, in need people, are, so many people are in need right now. You know, some people still, you know, they still have their jobs, but their kids are home all day and they don't have food to feed these kids. So, you know, and they're not getting food stamps because they're still working. Um, so it's just a blessing of how things have still been going for. I think that worship you know, like really just turning on your worship music and praising God really just hits different when you're at home alone. Um, so that's just another thing. Um, I feel like this time has been like a fast from the world because it's like no distractions because everything is shut down. Um, and God has like been able to give revelation to us in a special way. Um, people have been getting food stamps. Uh, unemployment benefits. Think about those unemployment benefits with the extra $600. Like that's a blessing. So many people were uh, bringing home more than, you know, I know that has since stopped now, but some people were bringing home more than what they would have brought home from their job every week. So I hope that y'all were saving, that y'all were able to save and that you're in a good position now that they've stopped it. Um, these stimulus checks, you know, some people got like $3,500 in stimulus checks. That's, that's a blessing, you know? Um, People get one-on-one -on -one time with their children. That has been like one of the biggest ones for me. I've seen people just really, really, really learn their children during this time. So I feel like that has been a blessing. Also, people have been like, I know some marriages have fallen apart and I pray, you know, for them because divorce is so, so heartbreaking. It's so devastating. It changes you um, like nothing else. I mean, it's literally... Oh, it's, 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 it's rough. So I pray for those people who have gone through divorce, but so many people have, their marriages have been restored. You know what I'm saying? They've really sat down with their spouses and really, really, really got to the deep issue, you know, issues of their marriage and really just working hard to work, you know, together, you know, with each other during this time. Families re reuniting, people who haven't talked in years, they've been reaching out because they realize just how short life is. People have been able to work from home. Myself, um, I work from home, so I don't use no gas. Um, you know, everything is just cheaper now. Uh, people have been revamping hairdos. I've been seeing people do nails now. Um, so, yeah, it's just been amazing. Counselors have been offering free services to those in need. Um, and so just for me personally, I just want to share for me personally, um, it has given me more time to write my book, which honestly I haven't done really good with. So I need y'all to pray for me, really just go before the Lord and pray for me. I want to finish this book by the end of September. So please pray for me. Um, I was able to relocate, um, to another city and get a great move in special, um, during this time. I started this podcast. Um, I started a small group at my church called Salt and Light. Woo woo. Um, Invited friends, family and friends from home to church. Like I told you, I was invite, inviting my friends from Alabama to join me at church. Um, God has given me so many visions of like business adventures and things that he wants me to do. Um, like I mentioned, less gas and miles on my car because I'm working from home. Um, and I will become a foster mom during this time as well, y'all. Um, so God is, God is good and he is working even through this pandemic. Um, and I believe for myself and for many others of you that we're going to come out of this pandemic refreshed and accomplished in the kingdom of God. Um, and I have one favor to ask of you. 
I want you to write down at least three things, three things that God has done in your life during COVID and thank him for that. Because gratitude, y'all, y'all don't understand. It creates so much like joy in our life when we live a life of gratitude, just thanking God for everything. Thanking him for everything. It's, it, it just creates so much joy in your life. And we have to remember that we are so undeserving of God's grace and mercy, but he continues to shower us with it. I pray that this episode was encouraging for you. Um, until next time, I love you. Be blessed. Mwah.